I'm not here to like throw a rock and everything that you've heard, but more so I'm just here to talk about a side of social distancing that maybe isn't being discussed as much as it should be. So stay tuned for the truth about social distancing. I, Lindsay Frederick, promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. At this moment, it might seem that we are battling COVID-19. And while that is true, we are also just as much so now having to battle something else, and that is our mental health and loneliness. I think everybody can acknowledge that loneliness does not feel good, and that's biblical because God created us to be in relationship. This is one of the first thing that God acknowledges about humankind when he created us is he says, quote in Genesis, it's not good for man to be alone. Loneliness is something that can be very detrimental to humankind simply because we were not created to be alone. And yes, during this pandemic, our physical health is at a high risk of being compromised. But I think even on a wider scale, everyone's emotional health as well is at a risk of being compromised. And I think that is something that also needs to be being addressed just as much as the physical um, effects of COVID-19 are these um, mental health effects that could be happening as every single person is asked to step away from a lot of this, the norms of their life. And I want to specifically talk about loneliness in this episode because many of us have been separated from friends and family and that can be hard and that can ultimately then cause loneliness as we're not being surrounded by the people we're used to being surrounded with. A Cygnus survey revealed that nearly half of Americans always or sometimes feel alone. That's crazy. And that's before we were even asked to social distance. So how much more now that we're asked to step out of our social um, environments do you think that we as a society are going to be battle this issue of loneliness? And loneliness is not something to be taken lightly. As I was doing research, I was very shocked at um, how serious loneliness can be. For example, Psychology Today states, at the root, Isolation or loneliness compromises immunity, increases the production of stress hormones, and is harmful to sleep. Also, loneliness and social isolation can be as damaging to the health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's crazy. And I think it's just something we don't consider as being so serious because it's nothing like physical. It's kind of all in our minds and in our emotions. And those are a bit more abstract than seeing the like actual physical effects maybe of smoking a cigarette. Um, 15 a day, you know, so I think it's something that we need to be very aware of as we're entering into the season of like, you know, caring for our mental health, caring for um, how we're feeling, taking note and really process what we're going through. How do we handle this loneliness? How do we combat this loneliness when we're not allowed to be with each other physically? Let's talk about that. And I want to start off first by gratitude. Thank God that this is happening at a time such as this. You know, we have the technology to be able to still remain and see each other, maybe on our screens, yes, not physically, but we can still engage with conversation without having to be physically in the room with someone. And that is so awesome. And I'm so thankful for the technology that we have nowadays that allows us to do that and allows us to have a really easy way to start battling this um, issue of loneliness. We don't actually really need to social distance we just need to distance you know like we don't have to cut out every single aspect of our social lives we still have the ability of seeing each other virtually or using zoom or facetime or whatever it is and so i don't think that our social lives necessarily have to end uh they just will look a little different obviously so i just want to present that idea to you that you know this is more so just a time of distancing and we can take the whole social out of it because we are still 
um, able to have social lives. Thank the Lord for technology, right? In fact, this could be a time to potentially strengthen our social relationships because now it's like, hey, I have a little bit more time on my hands maybe and I can call an old friend that I haven't talked to in years and you might have more time to really talk with another person or some of your friends for more than just 10 minutes a day and really like engage in deep conversation. And this is something that I also wanna point out. I was reading an article about um, loneliness and you know like how to how to battle that and what kind of relationships are important and this is what they said the crucial factor is social relations that are high in quality not merely large in number having in-depth authenticity and meaningfulness so what they're saying is that relationships it doesn't matter how many people you're surrounded with but rather how how deep of a relationship you can have with individuals so yeah you could have like hundreds of Facebook friends or hundreds of co-workers and and still feel lonely simply because you're lacking in that true emotional connection and so what I want to challenge us in this time is to like I was talking earlier enhance our social life like take the time to sit down and talk with each other and this is a perfect time to bring up subjects maybe that you don't usually get to talk to with friends because you know we're all struggling we're all going through hard times so this might be a good opportunity to have those deeper conversations to deepen your relationships that you have um, and yeah you might not be able to do that over a cup of coffee physically but hey who says you can't like brew up a coffee at home and FaceTime, you know? I really think this could be a key time to help strengthen our social bonds with each other. And that is a perfect way to battle loneliness is to start to create these deep, meaningful relationships and what a time to do so. And another thing I wanna make note of that we can kind of do in this time to really help us process everything that's happening is to allow ourselves to grieve. Um, as I was looking through some articles um, that do discuss the emotional tolls that might be happening, grieving is one of, uh, the things that came up a lot. I think in this time, it's important to take the time to really allow yourself to be sad about, you know, yeah, we all lost things in this season. I lost my job. To be upset, seniors, if you don't have a graduation, you have the right to be upset about that. And just really allow yourself to process and to grieve those emotions and then move forward. You know, like don't sit in a time of grieving. Grieving is great but do it because it needs to be done. And I think as a society, we really are in a, in a time of grieving because we don't, this is all new, we've all lost something. And so let's allow ourselves to process, let's allow ourselves to sit in that so that we can move forward in a healthy way. So yeah, these things can all help us in this time with our emotional stability, with our mental health. However, none of these things are gonna solve the issue of loneliness or anxiety or fear, whatever we're feeling. Because as we saw in the study that I mentioned earlier, even when life was normal, we had these issues of loneliness and um, anxiety and fear, you know? Even when we're allowed to thrive in our social lives, we're still battling these things. So why is that? Well, like I said, we were created for relationship, yes, but we were first created for a relationship with our creator, God. A consistent, loving, never-ending relationship with God. And without this relationship, there will always be a void within us. I think now more than ever, those voids are gonna show up because we can no longer temporarily fill that void with distractions of the everyday world, you know? Distracting yourself by going to the gym or going grocery shopping or doing little 
um, tasks within society, we can no longer just distract ourselves from this emptiness that we may feel if we are lacking the presence of God within us. This time, I really want to give you the true hope, and that is the hope of God. God is the only one that will fulfill that loneliness in you. I just want to speak some truth from God's word of um, really what he says about all these feelings that we may be feeling, and ultimately some truth that you can hold on to um, that he's given us for such a time as this. So, the first one. If you're struggling with anxiety, um, fear of what's to come and the uncertainty of everything that's going on, and if you feel anxious about this, God says, 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Do you believe that? Romans 8, 38 says, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is Christ Jesus our Lord. That's so awesome to hear that no matter how crazy or chaotic this world and everything on earth may get, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Do you believe that? Matthew 28, 20, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. You know, if you're feeling lonely, God is with you all the time, whether you acknowledge that or not. And I, I really encourage you too, because he wants to fulfill you. He wants to love you. He wants to be that friend to you if you are struggling with loneliness. Isaiah 41, 10, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's so cool. And if this is something that is totally new to you, this aspect of like being in a true relationship with God, a daily relationship with God, you're kind of like, well, what is this? And you're asking like, how do we come into relationship with God? The answer to that is to simply believe and receive. Believe that God sent his only son, Jesus, to die for every imperfection of this world, including the coronavirus, so that we could be made perfect, be forgiven in his eyes, and enter into a perfect relationship with God. Because the truth of it is, we're all imperfect. We can all admit that, you know, there's not one perfect human on this earth. But Jesus did live the perfect life and he died the life of an imperfect human so that we could step into righteousness and we could be made perfect through him. And so if we believe that, um, then next we can receive. We can receive the free gift of salvation and restoration between that relationship between us and God. And we can receive ultimately the spirit of God to come and fill that void, that God-shaped hole in our heart. I love the way that Revelation um, puts it. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anybody hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him, he will fill that void, and eat with him and he with me. I think this is just such a beautiful picture of, you know, God's a gentleman. It, he's not going to force his way into your life. It's a choice that you have to make and say, hey, God, like, I want to restore this relationship. He's going to knock. Maybe this video is like the knocking, like the, hey, wake up, you know, like you've been lonely and this is why you've been feeling this way. And this is why, uh, because you're lacking a relationship with your creator. And so he's going to knock and you, you have the choice to either deny that or to allow him in and allow him to fill that void. And then I love the end. Um, I will come in with him and eat with him and he with me. It's about relationship. You know, meals are such a, a time of communion and relationship where most relationships are built is over food and just talking. And that's such a beautiful um, picture of like what God wants to have with us. It's just this like natural flowing relationship that's daily. I, I love the way that John 5, 24 puts it as well. Um, the simplicity of how to receive Jesus and it says truly truly I say to you whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life he does not come into judgment but has passed from death to life so the ultimate truth is that you know 
corona is temporary, this earth is temporary, and um, we can enter into eternal life with God, perfect relationship with God. And you know, even after all this temporary stuff with corona blows over, we're still gonna have these issues of loneliness, anxiety, fear, grieving, depression, whatever it is, mental health is still always gonna be an issue. And so um, I just wanna offer you not a temporal solution to just this temporal time, but an, an eternal solution. And that is to enter in back into relationship with a perfect God who loves you and who has hope. And there is hope in this season for you. And there is purpose, as we talked about last week. Um, he has a purpose for you. And so, um, yeah, I just want to encourage you in that, that one, your social life doesn't have to end in this time. God has given us um, technology and all these things, all these gadgets to stay in contact with each other. So please take advantage of that and deepen your relationships. Call an old friend that you may, may have not had the chance to talk to in a while and, you know, have those deeper conversations and really solidify your relationships with other people. And also I encourage you to build your relationship with God. This is such a uh, awesome time to have some more free time to really explore, you know, like who is God in my life and do I have a relationship with him and do I have that hope of an eternal life um, and not just the chaos that's going on here. Um, so that's all I have for you guys this week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you next week.